0: Well, all right, all right, all right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. We got a good one for you today. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, gang, we're going to get going here today. We're going to talk more about Calico Bass. Yesterday's show was incredible. The amount of views we got was insane. So we're going to stay with the same topic, calico bass fishing, how I like to do it, where I like to do it at, and the way I love fishing calicos. My very most favorite fish to fish for on the planet Earth, I live down here in Cabo. It's the number one fish, Kelly, and I miss more than anything is fishing for calico bass. First of all, though, I want to thank everybody on the podcast for listening. We are growing so fast over on the podcast Thank you very much. We're going to have a special podcast show going out on Monday. We're going to start with the legends of sport fishing, and we're going to hit you on the, uh, with full, full uh, interviews for the podcast of the legends of sport fishing. So don't forget to tune in to that. It's going to be very fun. We have a great, oh uh, gosh, hour and a half with my father. That'll be on the podcast. You can also go there and see it over at YourSaltwaterGuide.com. There's a whole bunch of legends of the industry over there at YourSaltwaterGuide.com. I got to interview interview quite a few guys. And uh, there's quite a few people reaching out wanting to be on there. So I'm sure we'll have way more this year. Don't forget the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Festival, gang. All you got to do is... Wear one of these shirts. If you show up at my booth with one of my shirts on, we're going to give you free stuff. If you show up at the seminar, same thing. If you don't make it to my booth, but you come to my seminar and you got on your saltwater guide shirt, you're going to get free stuff. And there's never, it's always fun to get free stuff. There's never a bad time. Yeah, we're going to talk about fishing coastal squid. No, no. The coastal squid is pretty thick. There's different spots where it's at right now. Long Beach, LA Harbor, all that stuff comes out tomorrow on the game plans. You'll be able to see where all that squid's at. You'll be able to see where everything is. I give you the exact location of where the squid is, where the fish are, where to fish, how to fish, and what to fish for in Southern California. So check all that out. Tomorrow at three thirty, four 4 o'clock in the afternoon, the game plans will be hitting hitting you and you'll know exactly where to go. The reason I'm saying that is because people are asking, hey, where's the squid at? Those of you on some of the other platforms aren't seeing it, but over on the TikTok Live right now. We go live on uh, six platforms at the exact same time. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. So that's what's going on so if you don't see the questions coming up and i'm talking it's because you're not on the platform that they're asking the questions on but we've been doing this for a couple of years now we did our thousandth episode a couple weeks ago it's just amazing how many people keep watching and and i guess they enjoy the information because they keep tuning in so we'll keep doing it so today we're it's okuma wednesday we always talk about some okuma products on wednesday I want to show you a few of the reels that I like to use for calico bass fishing, and I love calico bass fishing in the boiler rocks. Back when I used to fish San Clemente Island every day, yeah, that kelp on the back side of the island is phenomenal, but I'll tell you what, the guys fishing plastics don't get to do what we get to do fishing for bait on the front side of the island, fishing in the boiler rocks and up on the cliffs along the front side of the island because those fish don't react. The water on the front side of San Clemente Island is crystal clear. It's almost gin clean is what we call it. It's so clean. You can see the bottom everywhere in 30 feet of water almost year round at San Clemente Island. That's why that fish has a real hard time. Or excuse me, that's why the fishermen have a real hard time catching that bigger calico bass on the lures on the front side of the island. I know there's times where there's a, fun, a poop load of bait on the front side of the island and you bass bass fishing guru dudes with the plastics, you guys do real good. But when that water is a little stained up on the west end in northwest harbor or along the back side of the island where it gets a little bit dirtier, that's where the plastics guys and the... Hard bait guys and all the guys that like to fish lures do really, really well at San Clemente Island. But that front side of the island, it's tough fishing on the plastics, but it's not on the bait. It is really, really good on the bait on the front side. And the more bait, the more chum you can throw, the better the prey density level gets over there at Clemente. Same with Catalina on the front side. And that starts the whole system of uh, I Hate Hats. That starts the whole system, but I told Pete I'd wear that hat for him for a few minutes, and I tried it, and there you go. Pete Grosbeck, one of my good buddies. That's his boat. So. so when you're fishing at Catalina or San Clemente Island, on the front side of the island, that's the calm side. That's the leeward side. The front side of the island is the side facing the coast. That's where it's more bait-style fishing than it is plastics and hard baits and, and – uh, artificial lure type fishing, unless you can get a lot of chum in the water. And most of the bass guru dudes that fish on their bass boats at San Clemente Island don't even carry any bait. So they're not getting that. They're getting on the backside or the east end or the west end of the island and fishing the kelp and the boiler rocks where the water's stained on the east end or west end. But on the front side of the island, yeah, exactly, Dino. Chum will make them come. Increasing the prey density level in the water will make those calico bass, even if they don't want to bite, it'll make them bite better. I like to use the low-profile Komodo-style reel when I'm fishing smaller baits, anchovies, small sardines. I like to use this one as I step up into the bigger baits, the bigger sardines, or the smaller mackerel. I like to use the Cortez 5. This is my go-to reel, and then when I were using the big baits, the mackerel, the live squid, I'm going to go to this Tesoro Star Drag reel, and I'm going to use it with 65-pound braided line and a piece of 60-pound fluorocarbon, tie my thin wire hook right to the end of the line, and then nose hook my sardine or butt hook, my mackerel, and cast it right in to those boiler rocks, like my mentor, Mike Thompson, Wiggy that owns Newport landing used to tell, tell the guys, the farther in you can cast your mackerel, the shallower the water, the bigger the bass. It doesn't make sense to most people's minds, but that's how it is at Clemente and Catalina and on the Baja, same type of thing along the California coast. It's a little bit different because of the waves. You can't really get into that shallow water even though the largest calico ever caught was caught at Laguna from the rocks. there is It's really hard to fish the coast inside tight because of the wave action, getting your boat in there. But first thing we're going to do on these reels when we're fishing calicos is we're going to tighten the drag. This is something we didn't talk about yesterday, and it's super imperative. You tighten the drag as tight as you can. You want... Zero, zero, zero line coming out. This thing has to be as tight as it can be. I can't tighten it up enough. I keep turning this. I want it as tight. I'm going to back it off now because I don't want to blow off my drag system. But I want it as tight as I can possibly have it. Because when I'm fishing calicos, I'm fishing them in structure. And when you're fishing in structure, you do not want that fish to take any line. And calico bass, I'm telling you, I'm using 65 pound braid and a piece of 65, 65 pound floral opsin fluorocarbon because of the fact that everything is sharp. All the edges in the shallow water on the boiler rocks are sharp. They got barnacles on them, they got edges of rocks on them, they got all kinds of stuff growing on those rocks. If that line touches it, it breaks. The other thing, why is the drag tight as it can possibly be? Because we do not want those fish taking an inch of line. If they take any line at all, they're going into the structure. Same with if you're fishing kelp. Those of you that just fish on sport boats and they anchor up in the edge of the kelp and you go fly line in your baits on your k- Komodos and you're line in your anchovy or your small sardine onto the edges of the kelp, You better make sure that the drag is as tight as it can go. You don't want that calico bass taking any line and getting into the kilt. And I like to use a long rod because I'm using as tight as I can my drag. So the only give is going to be the tip of the rod. It's going to be a tiny little give in the tip of the rod when you set the hook so that it's got a tiny little bit of spring action so it doesn't snap your line right away. But then it's straight hold the rod as high as I can and grind. That's why I like the power handles. If you look at every one of my reels, they all have the large power handles. Why? I fish calicos and I need to grind them out of the structure. I need to grind them out. I need to hold my tip high and grind. I never drop my tip ever, ever, not even once. Not even if I need to pick my nose and eat a booger. I will still hold the rod as high as I can while I'm eating my boogers, because if I know that if I drop the tip even an inch, that's going to get that fish's nose into the structure or into the kelp, and then I'm not going to be able to get him. When you're fishing in the rocks, once he's in the rock, it's over. You're not going to get him out. What you need to do is snap it off, reel it in, tie it another hook, and start over again. Unless you're Bill DePriest, owner of Pacific Coast Sport Fishing's father. He got that 11-pound calico with Bill and I 20 years ago fishing the boiler rocks in Laguna. And uh, I told him 100 times, break it off, because the fish were biting wide open. Bill and I were getting a 5-, 6-pound bass every cast. But his dad stayed with it, stayed with it, stayed with it. Took him about a half an hour, 45 minutes, and he pulled out an 11-pound calico out of the boiler rock. So maybe what I'm saying doesn't work 100% of the time, but if I had hooked that fish in the rocks, I'd have broke it off immediately tied on another hook because the fish were licking. They were biting wide open, and I don't have time to wait to try to finesse a fish out. But now if you're fishing in the kelp, it's a totally different thing. When the fish lodges himself in the seaweed, the thing you do is you flick it in free spool and you give it total slack. No tension at all, none, not even a tiny bit of tension. Total slack. I flip it in free spool. I let it go total slack. And then what I'll do is I'll point my rod at the water. I'll slowly wind the slack out of the line, and at the last split second, I'll pull back as hard as I can, holding the tip up and turning the handle. What happens when you let the line go as slack as it can? That calico bass, I don't care if he's 10 pounds or if he's one pound, he waits a second to see if the coast is clear, and what he's going to think is the line broke and then he's gonna move his head. If he moves his head even a fraction of an inch, he's mine, because now he's on his way back up to the boat. I flicked him out of the kelp and I'm grinding him back to the boat as fast as I can. You can finesse him out of the kelp. That's one of the really fun things about calico bass fishing, is casting your bait into the kelp and then finessing the fish out of the kelp. The rock, it's a totally different way. It's super aggressive, You've got to be point on. You cannot let that fish have one second to get his nose in the rocks because then it's over. Those bigger fish have a tendency to live right on the edge of the surf line or the shallow water, right to where their back is just barely under the water, living in the edges of that eel grass. And they're going to slurp that bait. They're going to come up to the surface just like a trout when he's feeding on dry flies. The minute he makes contact with the bait, his nose is back down in the rock. That's when you got to set the hook, hold your tip high, and grind like crazy. Gang, until you actually experience it and start to put this whole puzzle together, you don't understand it. Now, when you're fishing boiler rocks with live bait, you're not drifting. You're anchoring on it. And I have a whole series over at my website about how to properly anchor so that you don't end up part of the island or part of the beach or part of the boiler rock. I teach you all of that over at the website, your But you got to understand that this calico bass thing, it's people don't like the calico bass because all they catch are little ones. That's because it takes a phenomenal amount of talent. It separates the fishermen from the wishermen. Yeah. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where it gets to be technical and it gets to be hard. And we lose a lot of people because it's hard. I don't want to go fishing where it's super easy, where I drag a dead rubber flying fish around and a 200-pound tuna eats it and we grind it in. That's not my fishing. That's Justin's fishing. That's a lot of other people's fishing. That's not my fishing. Gang, speaking of Justin, don't forget, by visiting the store, you got to go to the store anyway because you're going to buy a t-shirt because you want free stuff at the show. When you come to the show, you want to be recognized. What show? The Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show, the 2nd, 3rd, 4th and 5th of March at the Orange County Fairgrounds. I will be there speaking every day, plus I'll be in my beautiful wife Kelly and I and Justin will all be in my booth hanging out, shaking hands, kissing babies. We'll be giving out tons of free stuff to people that are wearing the shirt. But gang, you got to get this shirt anyway. When you're, at the, when you're at my website and you're in my store, you're automatically tracked. My SEO guy knows exactly who you are. That enters you into a contest. What are we giving away in this contest? On February 1st, Kelly's going to pick one name out of the hat. And you're going to win a charter on Justin's charter boat, six-pack charter boat out of Long Beach or out of 22nd Street Landing. Bowline Sport Fishing. You can go look it up. Bowline Sport Fishing. Check out his website. You're going to get to go fishing on there with me and Justin and three of your closest friends for a day. And all you got to do is visit the store. You, listen, you're going to go get this shirt anyway. Why don't get the shirt? Then you're going to get free stuff at the show, and you're going to get entered into the contest to win that free fishing trip on Bowline Sport Fishing. And don't get me wrong, gang. We've been giving away stuff for a very long time. And there's a lot of people that have won a lot of cool stuff. Sean Doyle, you're right there. I see you. Sean will tell you he won a thousand U.S. dollars this year just by posting on Facebook, just by putting up cool posts about how your saltwater guide helped him. We got another contest. We're going to give it away on Christmas Day. Leave a report on your saltwater guide. Go there to the fishing report section. Leave a report. Kelly's going to pick the her very most favorite report. We're going to send you Venmo or Zelle, you instantly $100, $100. U.S. Whoever she picks, you'll find out about it on Christmas Day, probably after we get back. We're going fishing all day on Christmas Day with my good friend Cubby Paul and his family. We're going to go catch a bunch of marlin on Christmas Day, but when we get back in at the end of the day, we'll definitely be giving away a hundred dollars so go check out my website go to the fishing reports and leave a report it doesn't have to be a recent report throw up a cool picture talk about how your saltwater guide made it a crappy day and all you did was catch fish every time you threw your line in the water and you went out to relax all day but this damn website makes it so you catch fish every time let us know i know it sucks to catch fish every time you go I understand that. That's why we only have 3,700 members and not 20,000 members because there's a lot of people that don't like to catch fish when they go fishing, and I understand that, and it's your right to suck. You want to suck at fishing? I Who am I to tell you not to? But if you become part of our website, you're not going to suck anymore. I'll promise you that, and you'll be able to share all your cool stories with lots of cool people. No negativity allowed on our website in any way, shape, or form. All the negativity stays on social media platforms, but it doesn't enter your saltwater guide. So check that out. Those are our two prizes. And listen, gang, once you get into this calico bass thing and you start to understand how many different levels there are, the boiler rock fishing is a great way. Calico bass fishing in the kelp is another great way. Calico bass fishing with live squid. Is another great way that we're going to talk about on the show tomorrow. That's a whole nother animal. That's a cold water fishery during the winter time. That fish isn't that active in the shallows because the water's so cold and normally it's so rough, so they're not that active. So the bigger fish seem to move out into the deeper water, into that sixty to hundred feet of water stuff, and that's where that live squid comes into play. And we're going to talk about that and get into it deep tomorrow. So make sure you tune in to tomorrow's show. We'll talk more about calico bass fishing and we'll talk about it fishing deep. I love calico bass fishing, winter, spring, summer, or fall. I just want to get a bite. The neat thing about as we move into the winter and as the water gets colder and the calico bass start to move into the deeper water, then your bycatch is big, giant, grumpy sand bass. And anybody that calls them a turd roller, you, you suck. Because sand bass don't eat turds and they're not a turd roller and they taste great. They taste just like fish. And I love eating those as much, almost as much as I love eating calicos. But uh, those of you that say, oh, it's a turd roll, that's because you suck. And you suck and you suck. And so grab another booger and eat it right as you, that word turd roller comes out of your mouth. All right, gang, I'll be here for you tomorrow. Don't forget our contest. Don't forget you want to win. You want free stuff. Go get one of these bitchin' shirts. I'm the only guy with a website that his logo is a calico bass. And we catch everything that swims. We're very good at that bluefin tuna thing. We did great for a long, long time. We catch lots of marlin, dorado, yellowfin, bluefin, everything that swims, but this is our our fish. This is my fish, this is him, calico bass. You want one of these shirts, you want one of these, because you want free stuff and you want to get in the contest, Go to the store, your saltwater guide. Go to check out my website, Holiday Special, only for a few more days, 200 bucks. Full membership for a year. All the bundles, you'll never buy them again. You buy them once, you get all the bundles. You get membership for a year. Normal membership is $110. You're gonna get membership. You're gonna get all the bundles for 200 US dollars. On January 1st, it's all gone. It goes back to 550 dollars. I got no problem charging you five fifty, and you're going to get, you're going to become a member. You are because there will be a day where you're going to go. I am tired of sucking at fishing and the price of fuel is going to go up even more and the price of tackle and the price of everything. And there'll be a day where you're going to go. Shit. I cannot afford to figure it out on my own. Like the booger eaters are saying I should do on the internet. I want to figure it out when I go out there, I want to catch fish. Your saltwater guide will never let you down, I promise you. Just like I am here every day for you, I'm on the end of that phone when you call me and ask me where should I go, what should I do, how should I do it. YourSaltwaterGuide.com, check me out. I'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. I'm going to the beach. See ya. Going to the beach. See ya. Wouldn't want to be...